Bum, bum, bum. Check, check, microphone, check. Hello, hello. Check your attitude, more like it. Oh, sh- <laughs> Yeah, wow, she's fired up. Yeah, for hey, sure. Man, six Make- o'clock is a good time for me, all right? Making up, for last- fired up. Making up for last week. She was not feeling Fuck right. Fuck you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Oof. Are you are you recording, Skip? My what? Are you recording? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> ah, well, sitting here in the old recording studio. It's been a while. A couple different uh, Nooner Roonies. Makes me think of wonderful things like adventurers out there travel. Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A at adventurersoutthertravel.com. She helps us find discounts here on the 3 o'clock parade. She gives us concierge-level service and just helps people find and have the best trips of all time. That's why Adventures Out There Travel is the official travel partner of the 3 o'clock parade podcast. Hey, hey, you know what? What? I emailed Becca just this past weekend to Ooh. have her help plan my family's trip. Did she nice. give you concierge-level service? We're working on it. Good. 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 Where are you going? Walt Disney World. Where are you going? That that place that we talk about a lot. Like the, like the mouse in the castle and shit. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. yeah. Yay! Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Congaloosh! We have a guy. Welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. Rhiannon is planning a family trip to Disney World. Yeah, I like the way that sounded. And that guy right there, that's Skibber Dick Ritchie. That's me. Even though I'm not the one that just cracked open that delicious sounding beverage. Oh, it's delicious, all right. Man, And we are in Rhiannon's wheelhouse. What we call that is earlier in the evening, where she is always requesting to record. So uh, she's fired up, just like she promised. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to reward you for your good behavior, and maybe you'll do it again sometime. <laughs> Well, good. Uh, let's see. What's been going on? Uh, I want to know about this. Okay. So I looked into some of the uh, the news going on, and they've announced, and I'm trying to decide if this is a, a, a useful ticket or not. Uh, Disney World has offered a kickoff the year with a new special ticket, and it's, uh, let's see, it's a four-day ticket, and it's $85 a day. But you can you basically go one park per day, and you have to go once to Epcot, once to Hollywood Studios, once to Magic Kingdom, and once to Animal Kingdom. What's the price difference between a regular non-park hopper? Isn't it just like fifteen dollars more or something? Well, let's see. Let's know. take a look. I, mean, I guess if you're like a family of four, that definitely adds up. Yeah, because here's what I've, you know, what I've been having this discussion with. I had this discussion the other day when we were, I was riding to Disney with designated Disney dad. We both buy four passes a year for our, our cruise. And it's like, it's, that's a lot of, a lot of coin, you know, and as like kids grow up and stuff, you you get less you're and like, less you time. Get jobs. You can pay for your own pass. Right. You have yeah. less and less free time. Cause you know, you know, it's like, like when you're in high school and stuff, you got like, you got lots of shit to do. You know, you're always got stuff going down. And we're like, and as these passes keep changing, we're like, how will the future look like? And 
they do some of these special tickets that could that do sound good, but you're, you're never guaranteed that they're going to do it. Like I didn't know until just today that they were going to offer this. Like mm-hmm. if they could offer these guaranteed, I would consider dropping to something else. I don't know. Do you think that your kids are going to continue to be like Disney fanatics or do you think they're going to like reach an age and be like, yeah, I've just like done that too many times. I'm too cool for it now. Well, they're, they're already, I'm the one that wants to go. Like <laughs> I'm the one that wants to go that all the time, you know, they, I'm not, you know, so it's already that You're way. Four abused children. Yeah. I'm calling DCF right now for you dragging them to Disney world too many times <laughs> against their will. Exactly. Like I'm the Disney fan and Mrs. D at D as well. Did, Mrs. D and D and I are both uh, we are the, the the Disney fans, and uh, you know the, the the nice thing is it's very kid friendly, so you can bring your kids there. But is it? Um, I mean, I always uh, kind of thought it was an adult playground, but okay. But every once in a while, when you when you go and you have to renew this thing, you're like, boy, is this something that we will always have? And at what point do you scale down and do something different? Because we have the ultimate premiere. We have the the top tier pass. fucking Yeah. So, well, it's great until you actually get that bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, tickets like this though are appealing to me when I know that they exist. Like, so it's three hundred and forty dollars for four days. So it's less than a hundred dollars a day, which is you know. I don't. I don't understand why it would appeal to you. Like, why would you want that so you can go four days in a year? Well, no, you got to use it between now and um, March. Like, it'd be for the first couple months. Uh, uh, so it's so you, yeah. you think that... No, it still doesn't work. Right, so you're basically saying that your kids yeah. might only want to go to one park once God. in the next four months. And then after that, you're going to buy them whatever pass for how many hundreds of dollars. See, this is how we end up getting the premiere pass. Because the way they... They're, they're, they're geniuses. They figure this out where you really can't justify dropping down you there just could be a new twitter parody account that's just called like disney math and just like every day just drops some new figures <laughs> have you considered comparing this to that is this yeah. worth this or would you rather like have a mortgage yeah no, every time i actually sit and look i'm like well we could drop down to this pass then you some other factor comes in you're like no that makes no sense like like even um the one we i do like going around like <clears throat> And it's like just that one time, it's like a, maybe like $80 less a year or something like that for the next pass down per, per ticket. And you're like that one time you – it'll happen that one day I want to go in just for a little bit of time and I'm not going to be able to. And I'm like I'm already paying $600 a year. So but can't you just upgrade if that one day happens? If that one day doesn't happen, then no. you don't have to upgrade. I don't, know if that, I don't know if you can. That's a good question. I, oh, no, I'm actually pretty sure that you can. I'm pretty sure at any point within a year or whatever, within the 12 months that you purchased your pass, if you choose to upgrade, they will happily let you do that for the difference between the cost of the two passes. You can definitely upgrade, so you but can, your your yeah. date doesn't change. Right, right, right. That's what I meant. Between the 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't I just... These are interesting when you see these because these are great for people who aren't fanatic fans, you know. But still, man, you do that math. I mean, three hundred forty dollars a piece—that's a—that's a—that's a big chunk of change just for four days. So that's how they get you. Then you're like, well, for just a few bucks more, we can have the whole year. Mm. Evil geniuses. That's so, for sure. They know what they're doing. Oh, it's a good deal. What's that, Skip? I said they know what they're doing. 
They do. There's no doubt about it. Because um, I talked to this. I, I've been. I talked to a lot of new, like new customers quite a bit. Friends of mine that are like, you know what? We're thinking about getting passes. And they're like, help me talk you through it. And then as you, as you start doing it, it just they're, they they always find a way in the calendar to make you say, no, I'll probably just do the one above that. They always do. <laughs> it just it's it's impressive. Well, what is the math? Because I know that you guys use the water park uh, passes a lot. I don't know that's part of the platinum. So is there a deal where you could do the like blackout dates in the parks, but then add on the annual pass for the water parks? And does that still come out as less in the platinum plan or no? Only way to make it work, and I've looked into it, is to go, you would have to go to the silver pass, which blocks out the summer, and then just exclusively go to the water parks in the summer because the water, the water park pass is about 120 bucks by itself. Mm-hmm. And theoretically, that would be less. But then you're like, yeah, it's still that. Now we're still in the same ballpark. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Yeah, why? Yeah. Why limit what we're gonna do? <laughs> we're already then. We're still spending seven hundred dollars each person, and then we're then we're gonna. It's not like it's cheap to to do it that way. It's yeah, still. I think for you, it's definitely the water parks because for me, it's a no brainer to just have blackout dates during Christmas and spring break because I don't want to be there. But I never go to the water park, so I don't care that I don't have that park. But right. I can see that being the ultimate thing that gets you to pull the trigger every time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would say if I added up all my visits to parks throughout the entire year, I'd probably go to the water parks more than the regular parks. Because we go probably – there's weekends where you go both days in the summer. Because what else are you going to do? It's like 300 degrees out. Where are you going to go? You're not going to – we got to go where the – Some of us have our own pool. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> We come home. Some of us live on the coasts near beaches. You know, when there's not red tide and right. toxic algae. Gross. 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 Skipping Richie is one of those that has the ultimate pass, which is the bi-coastal. Yeah. I can go to the water parks anytime I want, as long as I'm willing to spend $400 round trip to get there. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Those water parks are just waiting for Tough me. Change. Yeah. Just up. That's that's just folding money. That's just that's pocket change right there. Mm-hmm. And then the worst part is during the summer, the problem is you, you get here, and that's the problem with the summer water parks. You show up, and you're like, and at 2 o'clock, it starts thunderstorming. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I flew all the way there. Son of a biscuit. But um, something I actually think is a good idea, um, they added this new team at Magic Kingdom called the Guest Experience Team, and it's basically just people to help you work the app and, like, tell you about Disney World. You know what? If it takes need. more than, like, $15 an hour, I would so have that job. Yeah. It'd just be, like, you know, talking to my father on the phone, telling him how to Google something. So yeah. it'd be great. It basically is. Like, it makes sense because, like, you don't want – they don't want to have people have to go to guest relations to, to ask questions. I'm sure which is what's happening now. Like guest relations line is 10 million miles long because people are like, how do I fix my fast passes? How do I do my dining reservations? And it's like those guys are there to sell tickets and fix ticketing issues, things like that. So why not give a group of people who can just give advice? So it makes sense to do this. And they don't need to be nearly as trained on like all the sales type stuff. I can only imagine guest relations training is pretty intense. I don't know. Uh, I don't think guest relations training has anything to do with the app. And I only say that because of my own personal experience where I was like, hey, this isn't working. And they were like, mm, yeah, it doesn't work for us either. Sorry, bro. Yeah. They're like, that's a shame. 
<laughs> have you ever thought of not using the app? And I'm like, well, then how the hell am I supposed to do some of the things that I need to do? Because so, I don't, I don't necessarily use it for fast pass as much as I probably should, but I do enjoy getting uh, annual pass holder discounts with it. Yeah. So sometimes when I try to book annual pass discounts for like I don't know a resort, and uh, and it's just like, no, you don't have a ticket, and I'm just like, but. I logged in and I can see where my ticket's right here. And then I call and they're like, yeah, we can see your ticket. But at that point, I'm just like, just book it for me then. Just, <laughs> just book it. Sounds like you need some concierge level service. Yeah. <sighs> so I like this idea. I like this idea. These guys coming around and I'm with Rian. This would be my dream job at Disney. <laughs> This is what I like doing. Like when I would get out of work, sometimes I would at, at when I worked at Animal Kingdom, I was like, and I had this like you know education team, and sometimes just for fun, I would just bum around and and like you know answer people's questions because I really enjoyed it. If I had extra time, <laughs> I wasn't even being paid. I would just walk around and answer. Too bad you don't work on tips. I know, right? I, I enjoyed it. I'm like, well, like because my shifts would always end at like noon, and I you know I got a little bit of time this afternoon. Why don't I just Walk around the park and help people, like take pictures, answer people's questions. I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was fun. I would have liked. I would have rather been paid though. Mm-hmm. That's where this job's a little better. Getting paid is nice. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. Dude, this is an interesting story. Did you see anybody see this? That Disney bought over a, almost a thousand acres of like random ranch land near Celebration, just randomly. Yeah, but not like between celebration. Yeah, but it's weird because it's not between celebration and property. It's on the other side, like leading towards Kissimmee, right? Right. It's just kind of it just happens to be kind of in the same area. Yeah. Which leads me to believe and that they have this kind of setup where a certain number of acres are always going to be set aside for conservation. Right. right. So if they want to destroy a thousand acres they need to buy another thousand acres to offset it. So this could, and what a lot of people are saying is, this could mean there's some kind of large development um, coming, uh, and this would be to offset the environmental impact of the uh, the new development. But I hope it's not something just like more celebration. That'd be lame. <laughs> um, but is that even really successful anymore? I mean, like Disney already kind of pawned it off and was like, nope. Yeah. So I don't think it's that. I yeah, hope I don't think it's celebration. I was actually that's the first thing I thought of too, when I read that they bought that. I was just like, oh, they must be uh, getting ready to do something else, um, you know, and that's why they need all this other land so that they can just be like, okay, so nobody can build anything on this now. Right, mm-hmm. just kind of offsets their what they're doing somewhere else. So which it just be interesting to see what this is. Clearly, it's not a. Uh, coincidence i mean there's something happening now we just gotta unfortunately anything that it is is probably you know a, a decade in the in, in in the future from happening right. whatever it is um, you know, people look at the timing and go hey this is very close to when universal just announced their extra park and people like calm down there's not going to be another park <laughs> but <laughs> calm your ass down never say never that is probably the top armchair imagineering thing people like to do is decide what a fifth park would look like. Yeah. Because it would be fun. Like, what, literally, if they could start now, you know, you know, what could they do? 
it would be full of IPs. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly what the Universal <laughs> Land is. Literally, like, IP land. Let's see. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who asked for this? I, I think this is the greatest thing ever. So today, this got uh, announced. The uh, Taste of the Magic Kingdom Tour is yeah. available. Like, a VIP tour about dining at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, man, I missed that article. I need to go it's, back and look at it. But, like, a three-hour Of all places, where do, the one place I don't like to eat is the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I don't... Where is, is this on the... Uh, oh, there it is. There it is right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the worst... I mean, come on. So what do you get? Do you get uh, Dole Whip? Here's what it says. I'll go ahead and read this. Okay. Uh, You're going to discover how food memories are made. They could not make this sound. I mean, come on. This is (laughs) as you taste your way through the kitchens of the Magic Kingdom Park. Remember the first time you tried the Dole Whip? Or maybe you eat a turkey leg every time you come to the park. Food is an essential part of the Walt Disney World experience. On this brand new three-hour experience, you'll meet chefs from the rich food history of the parks to imagineering of new menu items. The one part that is interesting, I guess, is they're talking about see what goes into the production of serving millions of guests each year. Like the scope of Disney would be interesting. Yeah. From more of a business side. Extra credit work from your like yeah mba or something yeah. operation scores right now so right like this definitely seems more like one of those for the uh disney institute like a business development kind of thing i mean not that i think more more businesses should follow what they do culinary wise but you know the fact that they feed how many i mean i'd love you know probably come to how many meals are served in the magic kingdom every day it's got to be mind-boggling did either feed the Magic Kingdom guests or an entire country in Africa. Yeah, basically. But you know what made me sad about this? And what makes me sad when I go to Disney and I look at all the quick service is is literally the amount of trash that is that is generated from one quick service meal yeah. is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like just my four people in our family will, will, will if we order quick service at Disney, I mean – our tray, when we're done, it's got, you know, it's it, it, it saddens me to see that. I, that's something I would like to see um, addressed. And it was interesting when I went to Ireland, that was one of the things, the first thing I noticed was a lot of times you'd, even at quick service places, they would give you like real dishes. But it felt like the influence was going more, the takeout plastic cups. It's like, it's almost like they were turning more into us than we were turning more like them. If Perfect. that makes sense. That sounds about right. Yeah. At least they've gotten rid of the waste that is ice. Are they oh. uh, making Stop. Ireland great again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they are. Because of Brexit, they're going to build a wall. Yeah, right? So they are. Sounds smart. <laughs> Sounds smart. Um, yeah, Rhiannon's trying to troll me on my my hatred of ice. Or not my hatred of not <laughs> having hotels. So, so you go to the gas station. You know, you're like, I'm going to pick up some beer for the room. Not only do they not have bags of ice at the gas station, but like they, they can't get ice at the resort either. So it's like, well, how what? am I supposed to keep this? They don't have ice. Wait, what resorts don't have ice machines? 
like the hotels we were staying at at Disney at Ireland. Oh yeah, but I think right. I, I think that's like in Europe, ice isn't a thing. Like it's not as big of a thing as it's it is not, here. No, right? No, it's not. Like they have it. Like you go order drinks at the bar and they come with ice. Right. But like, if you want to keep your beer cold in your room, that you can't. It's just mean. It's just. It's just terrible humans. It's really just mean, is what it is, and I don't like when people are mean to me. Um, can we go back to this thing? Because it's ninety nine dollars for this tour, yeah. and so you, we know you get a Dole Whip, and I'm guessing you get a turkey leg. And then you think you'll get a turkey leg though. A lot. I mean, I I'm just wondering what you get for $99 compared to just, like, is this like you're paying $99 for Fast Pass to try the food? No. I'll tell you what you don't. When I used to give the tour at Animal Kingdom, we didn't give anything, and it was like $90. And this was back in early 2000s. So it's probably doesn't include anything. Maybe a Dole Whip. Probably one Dole Whip is my guess. You learn information, Skip. <laughs> You get well, that's what I mean. See what goes into yeah. production, blah, 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 blah. Along the way, tuck into curated tastings of some yeah. of the most beloved menu items at the Magic Kingdom. Be sure to bring an appetite. An incredible assortment of sweet and savory flavors awaits. And that's what I'm saying. So I think you're paying $99 so that you can try a Dole Whip. You can try probably a little piece of turkey leg, maybe a chicken strip from, you know, or something Great like stuff. that. stuff. It's delicious. Yeah, maybe you get a little bit of the gray stuff. Uh, obviously, I would hope they'd give you some sort of churro. Churro. This is churro. that's at the Disneyland version. They don't. Well, I don't think they can do this at Disneyland. Just, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. But I will tell you this: when I used to do the tours at Disney, what they ever the it's a very small segment of the of the of the public that does these tours. But they literally will come and say, we come every year, we want to do something different. It's just, they, they will do it because it's something that they've never done before. So people will do this. Oh, for sure. There's no there's no doubt. Because there, there really is this thing of people that, that love Disney World, and but they want to do something different. Like, I there's, I like doing this, you know, my favorite things. <laughs> this doesn't appeal to me. But, okay, Rhiannon. Yeah. I can't tell if this is going to make you happy or frustrated. Oh boy, let's roll the dice. But it's, there's a, I guess I would call a pseudo bar opening at Hollywood Studios. Go on. They took one of the little like uh, buildings on Sunset Boulevard in that little farm area. Yeah, I know. And they made it like a full-time drink window called the Sunshine Day Bar. Hmm. So they call it. But it's really a window. That, well, they have that other one in that area that they were kind of trying to make a craft beer garden or something, and like they preserve magic hat number nine to craft beer or some bullshit. Yeah, this is right. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, they do especially cocktails like Christmas on the Beach and Holiday yeah. Mule and the Gumdrop. The Gumdrop. Yeah, I was just looking at those. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I took a fresh batch of cookies out of the oven and had to oh. get them off the parchment paper and into the drying cream rack, whatever the fuck you call it. Come over these. These are these are for the potluck tomorrow. 
So this is this is files this is under the same category of like when they took that uh, spot at Blizzard Beach and made it a quote unquote bar, even though it was just a window. Mm-hmm. And it was like pseudo. It's not quite uh, book worthy. Yeah, yeah. It says it's going to be a so. bar all year long. It's not all feasible. year long. Yep. Come on. Oh, you're long. No one's going to join me. I'm going to it right now, but I want to smash it. Nobody's going to join me, huh? Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Snacking spatulas. All right. Rhiannon took away yeah. some of your favorite food at Tambu Lounge. <sighs> really? It's like bring us up again? Yeah, but, but this is good. But at Captain Cook's, they have now added a specific a chicken wing order with you can choose between four sauces. Okay. Spicy Korean turkey, yes. traditional okay. buffalo, Parmesan black pepper, and Hawaiian tamarind. Okay. If it is, in fact, the same caliber of buffalo wings that are offered at Tumbu Lounge, and yes, I said buffalo, not the Asian sticky wings. If it's the buffalo, the same quality? I, I'm not going to forgive everything, but it'll it'll be a small step in the right direction. But if it's just like shitty, butter and mass-produced buffalo wings, then fuck you. What if I told you that they were over $2.50 a wing? <laughs> I would believe you. Because it looks like you get four wings for $11. Is what it looks like. Jesus Christ. Well, then they better be the same fucking quality. Holy shit. Oh. But I mean, everything at like, I mean, right now, if you go to like any quick service place in the world, you can't get anything for under $10 anymore. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Speaking of that, Skip, last week we talked about the, how they turned your, the pizza place at Disney's downtown Disney. Yeah. Slice. I, at that point, I was still speaking in hypothetical because I had never been to one personal pizza places before. Well, I went to one last weekend. And I now I officially hate make your own personal pizza places. Not I mean on its own it would be fine if it didn't just just give me a slice of pizza. I just want a slice of pizza. Where did Skip go? Oh, I somebody was knocking at the door. I went to answer it really quick. Sorry about that. No, it's somebody's at my door. I ignore them for you guys. Man, come and knock on my door. But uh, yeah. Skip is I, I really don't like these personal pizzas now that I've had them, and I just want slices of pizza even more now. I, I, this is the, the downfall of America, these make-your-own places. Why? Do you hate, like, actually having choice in a matter? Like I don't being told, like cheese or pepperoni, pick one, motherfucker. No, I want a slice of pizza. Ugh, this is the worst. I don't like a little miniature, like, bullshit personal size pizza as long as it's good quality hey you know who has really really good quality no i'm talking donato's in ohio now that is the perfect size personal pizza and damn it's good you don't need a full like slice in order to get all the flavors and everything it's perfect they used to have donato's did you know that you just cut out they used to have donato's where they used to have donato's here before you moved here like about 10 years ago well that seems personally yeah. They show up and they leave town. It's good. weird. Donato's pizza was good. I've never had it. It was good. But yeah, I 
I'm looking at the pictures of the pizzas that you can get there, and they do look good, but it doesn't seem as convenient as just doing that quick, you know, give me two slices of pepperoni so I can get out of here. Well, it's for Mark. They have this, um, there's a, there's a specialty pizza place that opened up, and it, it's so good, and they're like shareable, like good pizza, and they're not this personal size crap. I'm just, I just, I think it's the downfall of America. It really is. What, if, what if the place just had both, and then everyone could be happy, and you can get your slice, and I can have my personal pizza? I guess. If they offer both, I'll allow it. It wouldn't surprise if me if they, they just started balls? offering single slices. Mmm. Man, just give me some. Mm, I, man, right now I'm just hungry right now. Yeah. There's a fresh batch of cookies here for you. Man. Damn it! I thought you it said doesn't... those were for the potluck. Bro, oh, yeah. Oh. Um, they're for the potluck or for drunk. So whoever gets here first. Oh, hey. damn. You too. Never... For the goddamn. Dude, what it sounds like. I'm hungry though. Did you see this? Click, skip. Click on the one of the Harambe Market. I'm looking at this... it right now. So freaking good! I was gonna say this is what they should do is a taste of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I'll go. I'll buy that tour. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They actually did. It's like a little like punch card thing, like a taste. But I, I don't think it would include this. This is so good though. They got a ribs bowl at Harami Marketplace. They got a chicken bowl. They've got a roasted vegetable. I want it all. It looks so yeah, good. Well, they this should stuff looks really do good. a case of Animal Kingdom tour, but would have to also include Animal Kingdom Lodge so that you could hit up Sanat and Jiko and Boma, basically, and then somehow end up at the park and then eat some more. I'm not really sure how it's possible. It might have to span a long weekend. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I would buy this tour. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, see, because Harambe Marketplace is such a cool spot, but when I go, I've always, for some reason, whenever I roll in, it's already closed when I roll in. Like, I I need I need this right here yeah, in my there's life. There's a reason for that. I don't even think I've ever eaten there. I walk by and I'm like, oh look, there's that place. Yeah, they had a they had a grilled chicken skewer for a long time. That was like, I always struggle to find things I really like. Quick service in the parks and the, the grill, grilled chicken skewer was key. Was it one of the ones that they grilled on the uh, sugar cane like they do at the either Food and Wine or I don't know. Garden? It didn't. It's pretty traditional, like on like a wooden stick. Oh, okay. It was good. It was good. good. Um, well, that brings us to that. Here, last week we we uh, outer rim Jim uh, did a uh, ass sour boner. That was so good, and we need to make sure we do it today. I don't think I'm prepared. You don't have to, that's the point. You're not supposed to be prepared. <laughs> I feel like there's some of them you should be, and I feel guilty when I'm not. I'm sorry, guys. We start at A, and you go to Z, and you have to name a beverage, bar, restaurant, something at Disney that begins with each letter. So I'll so start. like a good thing, just anything. <laughs> Abracadabra. Then skip, and then ran it. Okay. Wait, do I have to come up with an A, or do I go to B? Go to B. So Abracadabra. Uh... Blizzard Beach. What were the rules again? Just come up a bar, a restaurant, C. or a park? Because you just said a park. Just something that starts with C. Yeah, Disney we're word. just just throw out a C word. <laughs> Any C word will do. Any C word that has to do with Disney will do. Cellier. What? What? You don't count the the in the English language, so why should I count the la in the French language? Country and Bears. Cellier. <laughs> no, it's stop. It's my turn. I have to tell you. Um, D, you're on D, by the way. Yeah. Oh, let's. I think. Of, 
I'm on the D, Skip? Yep. Oh, geez, this is tough. Man, was there not the... Okay, hang on. <clears throat> Delta Dreamflight, which was an oh. old school... One of my... I used to love that little... It's never like categories. That'd be double points right there. You're all right. Enchanted Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fife and Drum. Oh. You do know what letter comes next, right? Your G. Did we lose Drunky? I don't know. Oh, Grand Floridian, we'll skip your turn. <laughs> no, I did. Oh, no, like, there he uh, is. Mr. Lincoln. Oh, Grand Mr. Lincoln. That's great. That's great. The uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel. Imagination. Oh, man. Journey. Oh, yeah, that's so lame. I'd have to go to Journey. Now I'm yeah. not going to else i can't do that um man. oh i got one. Oh, hang on ah. damn it this is tough think of uh restaurants in the animal kingdom area Oh, God, yes, Jico. Yay! Kilimanjaro Safari. You bet. My turn or your turn? Yours. Yours. I went with Kilimanjaro oh. Safaris. Oh, sorry. You cut off for a second. Um, double points for living with the land. Mm. Meisner's. Narcusis. Outer Rim. Jim. Oh, damn it. Peter Pan's Flight. I'm screwed. Uh... So feel free to improvise with Q and X. Q, I'm going to go with... Oh, gosh. That's a really tough one. I wish... This is where I thought I had thought ahead. Because um... I would go with... Um, How about any quick service? How about a technicality? Which is your favorite part of Port Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. I was going to go with like French. Disney Quest. <laughs> oh, there you go. I don't know if that works. Yeah, I'll just uh, yeah, because the queue is too hard. Disney okay. Quest. Um, I'll go with River Roost. I'm like, what letters comes next? <laughs> the Sasagula. Uh, Tambu Lounge. Ursula. <laughs> Viva Gaia. <laughs> That's not even a thing. Walt Disney World. Um. Uh. Uh. I was having a good conversation about uh, Pleasure Island today, and I feel mm-hmm. like there is a good technicality for for X that would come from from that. Skip, you know where I'm going with this? A what? Pleasure Island club that has X in it? No, 
I'm... Eight tracks with an X. Oh, that's a ship it. Ship it. <laughs> X. Uh, man. Man. Man, this stuff. What, what letter are you on? Why? There's got to be something that starts with U, right? Like, Oh, you're on a U? Like, Y. I was thinking of Y, but what else would start with? Yak and Yeti. Oh, oh my God. Yes, Yak and Yeti's a good one. Oh, points. Oh, points. And skip to, to round it out. Uh, hold on. I can never remember how to say this. Disneyland. Um, so, the... Zocalo is the Rancho Zocalo is the restaurant in Disneyland, the Mexican restaurant. Does that count? Starts with a Z. Sure, let's go for it. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Also, you could do Zawadi Marketplace at uh, Animal Ooh. Kingdom. Oh, look at that! That's good one. Nice one. That's good. Let's see. Well, thank you, Outer Rim Jim, dude. I had forgotten that Outer Rim Jim had uh, had sent me a message earlier this week. And he said, meaning last week, and he said, hey, I'm going to be in town this weekend with some friends. And and for you blew him off. No, he said, like, hey, I can't really be in a shenanigans. Like, I'm with some friends that are having, you know, we're, we're kind of having a, a very chill weekend. That it, But, but you know, I just want to know I'm around. Anyways, to make a long story short, we end up at, at to watch fireworks at outer, uh, Top of the World. Nice. And we're standing there, and out of the blue, the kids run up, and they're like, Outer Rim Jim is here! <laughs> <laughs> and a little, he, here he comes. Outer Rim Jim emerges from the bar. And it's like, yes, Outer Rim Jim is here! I saw he posted from the Outer Rim. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, I was like, that's awesome. Perfect. It's perfect. So good. Um... Did we do this uh, as our boner? We did, I think, where we talked about the new movie Onward, like what we thought about this title. I don't think so. <laughs> anything, I like I read... about well, I read something about it after we had recorded, and it to me was news. So either I just you know stopped paying attention when you guys were talking about it, or no, we didn't talk about it. I I don't. We didn't talk about it. That's all I got. Because <laughs> I don't know anything cool. else about Onward. Um, it's Pixar. It's called Onward. And I forget everything I read about it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really, really stuck with me. Really resonated. It, it really sounds... Great. It sounds depressing now that I'm reading about it. Oh, yeah. I know. I remember thinking that. But yeah. then again, that's every single Pixar movie, so it's fine. After the death of their father at a young age, the boys embark oh on a quest through the mundane modern fantasy world to somehow find a way to spend one last magical day with their dad. Oh my god. I know. Oh. oh god. Why do they do this to you? Like Yeah, it says the world is basically a mix of fantastic and the everyday. So it's almost like if you're living like in there's a bunch of like fantastic creatures and stuff just in like every day. There are mushroom houses that line the streets with the saddle with satellite dishes sticking on the top of them, and a minivan parked in front of each one. There are no humans, 
But there are unicorns everywhere. It's weird. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird. That is, yeah. I don't know. I'm. What do you, I'm, are you excited about this? Uh, the Mary Poppins, though. That is. We talked about it a little last week, but I, I'm trying I, to decide if I'm like super pumped or like I'm just gonna like push through. I uh, bought tickets to go see the advanced screening tonight, so I'm gonna go see Mary Poppins in about three hours. Oh, exciting! I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, it's gotta be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, I mean, it's it. like everybody that I've seen that has like already seen it, which I don't know if it's that many. Uh, they've all said that they really liked it. So, oh, <laughs> uh, this one's for Diz Counselor. Um, <laughs> if every Disney, if every trip to a Disney park required a kick between the legs, would you still visit? <laughs> he goes, "This is a serious poll because I would honestly say yes." Disney literally, <laughs> and then we have to say, "Consider if you say no, you would never be able to go." Well, yeah. He says yes. Okay. Like. I wonder, like, do I get to, like, kind of at the last second twist so it's not as bad? Or do I have to literally just sit there and they get to hold me down and just... I think you got to oh. just take it in the junk, man. Oh, it sounds terrible. But every time you visit to the park, I would definitely... <laughs> I will tell you this. I will definitely stop this whole, like, just jump in for an hour thing. Like, I will make it count. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I will rope drop it and stay until midnight, baby. <laughs> I will definitely drop down to the past level and only do like <laughs> less times per year. That's for sure. I'm not I'm leaving. I'll get you. Cause I'm just like stay in the park and spend more money. <laughs> so really, they're gonna increase their revenue by kicking you in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> hey Dan, could you uh, swing by Epcot and grab something for me and mail it to me? Go nope. fuck yourself. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now my question is, does it happen like you swipe your ticket? Are you, you know you, you swipe your magic band or whatever, and then they're just waiting, like there's just yep. a dude waiting. <laughs> the second it turns green, yeah, bing, boom, <laughs> and then they have like a little resting area, <laughs> just to the side where you just kind of sit for a moment and <clears throat> deal with the pain. <laughs> kind of like at the TSA where they have those benches afterwards yeah, to help exactly. put your shoes on. You just see a bunch of guys like crying in the corner. Oh god. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, they better really move a beer cart much sooner. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, never go to the Magic Kingdom. That's for sure. Be like, oh, <laughs> uh, Dizwire wants to know how many years after cannabis becomes legal do you think it would be to take before we see an Amsterdam-style coffee house or themed restaurant for uh, cannabis consumption on Disney World property? You think that'll be the next country years. in Epcot? <laughs> That'd be perfect. I I don't know, man. I, I would take a while, but I could. I mean, think of Springs. Just have a little spot on the end and right on the water. Be perfect. <laughs> I don't know why it has to be on the water, but everything else is yeah. why not. Yeah. Apparently, uh, you know, Amsterdam style coffee houses have to be on the water. Okay. And um, what character or his follow-up is, what character or theme should it have and what land or resort should it be in? Oh, just to fuck with people, they should put it at, like, you know, all-star sports. Whoa. Really just have everybody no, there. No, it should be gritty. I think Disney should buy the rights to gritty. 
<laughs> I'm not familiar with Gritty. You're not familiar with Gritty? No. Oh, he's the new mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, oh, he's that orange he's... thing with the like crazy, crazy. Yes. He's worth a Twitter follow, let me tell you. Okay, no, I am familiar. I know who Gritty is. That's funny. I didn't expect a sports reference coming from Rhiannon. Uh, you know, he's Muppet-esque, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you discounts are coming strong, if you had to choose, to, you had to choose to spend the day with either Walt Disney and show him what his parks have become, or with Bob Iger, and he would seriously consider your options, which would you do? Wait, what was that again? You go with Walt Disney and walk around and show him the parks now, or you could go with Bob Iger and literally like explain some good ideas that you have, and he would seriously consider them. Which would you rather do? Bob Iger. Oh, absolutely. No question. Because I mean, not only would you have the opportunity to maybe influence the future of the parks, but how would they evolve? Like, that could be a really depressing journey. What if he's, like, irate and he just spends the whole time, like, swearing and, like, just you want to, like, curl up in a ball and say, it's not my fault. I'm just a poor guy. God damn it. Why aren't there more bars here? Yeah. And then you wish you had, like, Iger on the phone and be like, hey, Walt just said. Oh. Like, I really feel like if I could take Bob Iger around, I feel like I could phrase my request in a way that would show how they could also be profitable and a good idea financially. Right, because I'm sure they've never considered any of your ideas. Too bad all our good ideas all happen, so it's wonderful. I would just, I, I think... I'm super torn because I would like to meet Walt, and I think that would be a good way to do it. But I also think that maybe you could get a job, like an Imagineering job, out of it by meeting up with Iger, and you know, being like, "Hey, I've got all these great ideas," and he'd be like, "Wow, you really do," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I really do." He's like, all your ideas seem to be taking sections of current places and turning them into bars. Yeah, right. He's feeling weird. Yeah. How did you guys we... come up with all these plans? <laughs> Every, everything starts with, okay, so you take X and turn it into a bar. <laughs> um, oh, Rhiannon, breaking news. Raising Fangirls did name that cat. Remember he was asking for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tigger, Mouse, or uh, O'Malley. Breaking news, though. He, he came out of nowhere with Sammy. Ooh. After their college mascot for the college. Um, no. Guys. Guys. I'm disappointed in you. Um, his real name. Yeah, so there you go. That's it. Um, <laughs> Drew Lamas well, wants to know that I, he feels Rhiannon missed an easy layup for the Ask Sour Boner last week about getting rid of something in 2019. I know. I know. I saw that. I just and, I was not on my A game last week, man. <laughs> I just want to get rid of my life right at the moment. All right. What's your star? Kylo Greg, I saw this. It was your what is your, your star? The galaxy is your favorite. What are you doing? I know I'm making cookies, but you're like doing something even weirder. All right. Your favorite? Your Star Wars galaxy is your favorite Muppet spelled backwards. And then the model of the first car you drove. His is Kylo Greg, a.k.a. Recab Grandam. 
Recab, Grand Am. His favorite is Beaker. So it's your favorite Muppet backwards, backwards. And the first car you drove. Yes. Is it the first car you drove or the first car you owned? Like, is it your, just your first car? Oh, I the, owned. Or the I car that you learned. The fucking first car I drove was. All right, you ready for mine? Yep. Sure. Osnog Reliant. <laughs> um, I'm really blanking on my favorite Muppet here because, I mean, I kind of like all of them, but not overly passionate about one. I I'm... guess. Hold on, let me get a pen because I can't do this in my head. <laughs> I did it too. I, I know, it. right? That's what exactly <laughs> I just did. All right, hold on. Um, Lamina. Chrysler, New Yorker. <laughs> Lamina uh, Animal. Lamina. Okay. Animal. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I don't even know how you pronounce it. It's H-P-L-A-R. So would, would it be like Heplar? Sure. Prelude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this one. This is I, I know they're trying to go for that whole like the part like one of those like porn star name things. It's, I don't still think it's working for this one. Yeah, I don't think it's working. See, you know, I have a great porn star name actually. Yes, you do. Rhiannon is an excellent porn star name. Shut up. <laughs> no, mine would be Honey Fairchild. That is How do you figure that out? It's the name of your first pet and then the name of the street you grew up on. Oh, my. <laughs> So my first pet, uh, his name was Cognac. Nice. Okay. He was a Great Dane. And I grew up on Wallington. <laughs> so Cognac Wallington. Cognac Wallington, yeah, I perfect. presume. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine would be uh, Doodle Hearthstone. Um, I'm going to guess. The, the, the Hearthstone is a great last name. Hearthstone's a pretty good last name, but not yeah. Doodle. <laughs> I guess I could technically my first pet was Snappy the Snapping Turtle so I could say I'm Snappy Hearthstone there you that's go be- that's better uh, alright final one uh, of SR Boner is J-Rock J-Rock from six hours ago um, what are you most excited for 2019? Gondolas? Galaxy's Edge? something else? Uh, Frozen mm. 2 just kidding. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge, one hundred percent. And um, I don't know. I kind of am excited to just like see the new resorts. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. along with Brandon. Not that it's. I mean, yes, the gondolas are part of it, but just they've been working so. Uh, diligently on the transportation and the, and the logistics of Disney World. Like, I'm excited for all these like projects to be done. Like the new entrance to Hollywood Studios is already. I'm already loving it. The new transportation hub in front of Hollywood Studios. Like I'm a transportation nerd, and this is getting me really excited. So um, my whole thing is, I'm looking at it from a relatively selfish perspective. In so far as like, I feel like the gondolas. Are going to be slammed when they first open, and that's not even talking about Galaxy's Edge. Holy fucking shit! It's going to be like four years before you can get in there. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking realistically, like, what can I actually access and personally enjoy next year? And right. I think it's going to be like you know the new Coronado Tower and the restaurant and bars there. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Galaxy's. I'm. I don't. I mean, not nervous by any means, but I mean, like the the, the idea of Galaxy's Edge kind of. I, I really want to go. I'm I'm scared. Like not you know, scared. But I'm scared that I. How am I going to get into any of these fast passes? I don't know. They better do something. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Oh, they'll do something. Um, how much money do you want to spend? Yeah, not right. a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> In addition, going back to our other, in addition to all the other money we already are spending, not that much. Right. Like, yeah. man, just man. Um, so that does bring us to the end of hashtag Ask Sour Boner for tonight's episode. Um, let's see. Any final thoughts this evening before we? Uh... Um, not really. Oh. Uh, just that. Just that I'm going to go see Mary Poppins. I'm pretty excited. By the time oh. you hear this, I'll have probably already seen it. Um, we did not discuss oh. uh, that the new rendering of Artist Point opened, and the first reviews have been coming out from the various bloggers. And uh, it seems to be pretty positive so far. I'm still skeptical because I was such a diehard Artist Point fan. Yeah. But at least no one's saying it's like the worst thing ever. I don't want it to be the worst thing. No. I just think, you know, Disney World does have a bit of a challenge in that if you look at, I would just think the, the if you take 100% of Disney World guests, what percentage of them want, you know, signature dining? Um, yeah, no, I, I understand. I, no, I, I really just want to know because. It's, it's hard because you want to provide lots of signature dining for a small amount of people, and it kind of stinks for those. But I think there still is a lot of options. Somebody was mentioning they really think that the long-term plan for that area is the new – they're at, basically adding another section onto Wilderness Lodge. It's kind of in between Wilderness Lodge and um, and Wilderness, that like yeah. that resort. The nature and, resort? Yeah, we'll probably have a, a fine dining there, and then that'll be kind of take care of it. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I, I, I get that it's it's, it's got to trying to find that balance between stuff that families want to do and stuff that like people that want to just have a nice dinner. Finding that balance is probably a little bit challenging as a resort. And obviously, you know, I'm coming from that speed perspective. Um, I'm an adult who enjoys Disney with no children. And so I'm, of course, probably the minority and therefore not really the target audience. So. Yeah. Well, but even like people come on vacation that have kids, they're like, I'd, I'd like to also have a nice dinner out. You know yeah, what right? I mean? Like, I'd like to be able to enjoy my own life a little bit. So it is, it's, 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 uh, it's, I'm sure they're always constantly reevaluating how to make that happen. So, anywho. Um, I do think that this is going to be our last podcast before Christmas. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So it was the podcast before Christmas. Oh, did you hey. hang up? The, uh, Skip, you forgot to hang up the uh, the, the stockings. You, you just hung up. Uh, what, did, what? Your underwear? Oh wait, oh, what? Yeah, that's supposed to be a stocking, not your underwear, buddy. I don't even have underwear, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Last final thing, you'll be happy to know that the Guardians of the Gridiron are going to be in the finals Woo! for the uh, three-grade Rum Runners Fantasy Football League. And the, unfortunately, defending champion, Bell Street Brawlers, lost yesterday or oh. Sunday 
uh, yesterday, Monday, and we're and are out. So, How did that um, happen? How did you guys lose? I don't know. We lost by like half a point, so uh, it happens. So we're out, and you're going to be fighting against Wes Glingsman. Oh, good luck for the championship and the belt. I'm going to do my so best. Could get the belt. Man, that'd be awesome. Who has it right now? I do. Oh, yeah. I am. We are currently the defending champions. So, uh, uh, are you going to hand deliver it to California? Is my question. <laughs> well, that would be love. Part of the ceremony of St. Patrick's Day. Oh my God! Probably. Let's let's hope you win because it's be you and Dean. So we'll see whoever whoever gets your first between you and Dean. Oh great! That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, he does have connections with adventures out of right. travel. When is the uh, when's the end? When, when do we know? This weekend. this weekend as a whole. Yeah. Like they this do points week. throughout the entire weekend. So this is it. This 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 weekend will be it. Monday night football will be the finale. We'll know. We'll either know Sunday or Monday then. All right. So everyone on Twitter, please tweet and comment about how much cooler and nicer and funnier I am at 6 p.m. a weekday. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, those votes coming in. This all just, just, you know, because you guys haven't really pitched it, but is the the book hundred dollar gift card thing? What, what's, where are we in that? We, we have had a winner. We have a winner. Oh, let's. And, and I delivered his prize to him, so we're not just full of shit. You, yeah. you can ask <laughs> People really win on three o'clock. Yeah. Three. Apparently. Yeah. Do you want to hear the, seriously the weirdest part? So that you're I, the one that won. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. What a surprise! The weirdest so, part is I got to keep my hundred dollar gift card. No. Mm-hmm. So completely unrelated. I've never met this guy uh, Cameron before. Never in my entire life. Um, nor have I. Nor, none, of, none of us have. So he's been at Disney World for like three or four days, tagging lots of the bars from the book. Like he was in. The, he was excited. Yeah. You know, he was. Take all the, the pictures of the book, the bars too. And it really is unrelated. I'm walking through, and I did decide we're going to do a live drawing. I was going to be at Epcot. I'm like, I'm going to do the live drawing at Epcot. I literally do the live drawing. I pull out the name. The winner is, you know, actually one of the kids pulled it out, uh, had it out. Winner is Cameron B. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know who Cameron B was. Not five minutes later, I'm standing in, in uh, Canada, and Cameron B walks by. But I didn't know that that was Cameron B. I'm like, hey, man, you're Cam. Cool. Nice to meet you, man. He walks on. And then minutes later, I go, wait a minute. That was Cam- Cameron B. So he showed up right after I had done it. That's uh, funny. We didn't know it. But we didn't know it when we met that he had just won the contest five minutes earlier. Well, Cameron B, you're the man. It was. Yeah. Congratulations. Kill a Cam. That's cool. Yeah. So we have a champion. Well, there Great you go. Thanks for everybody who purchased and played along. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. Uh, and that brings us to the end of tonight's 3 o'clock parade podcast. And we will not see you for Christmas. So have a wonderful Christmas, everybody. Right. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Merry Christmas to you, Rihanna. Oh. Oh. Um, I guess to you too. And Merry Christmas to you, Skipper Dick Ritchie. God bless us, everyone. Are you celebrating the holidays in San Diego or yeah. Texas? Yeah, my parents uh, actually get here on Saturday, I believe. 
Oh, that's fun. I don't know what day is it. Hold on. Let me see here. Yeah. Where do you here Brandon? Saturday. I have to go to New Hampshire. Yeah. Oof. Traveling over the holidays is not ideal. It's just it's so cold there, and I don't own winter clothing, and 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 like I have all my presents for my family shipped there. So it was like as soon as I get there, it's not like oh a vacation. It's like oh here's fifty fucking things to wrap. Yeah. Oof, that is rough. It really is. I wrapping I presents. Wrapping. I Tomorrow yeah. is my wrapping presents day. I like wrapping like one or two gifts. I actually enjoy it. And then after the second one, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. This is the worst. I'd rather just be like, it's the worst. Like, ugh. Right. There's the Christmas spirit. <laughs> All right, gang. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, everybody. Night, night.
be you. It had to be you. I wandered around and finally found a somebody who could make me be blue. Could make me be true. Make me be glad just to be sad when I'm thinking of you. Some others I've seen might never be mean, might never be cross, try to be boss, but they wouldn't do. And nobody else gives me a thrill. With all your faults, I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you, it had to be you.
another groove, another sunny honeymoon, another season, another reason for making whoopee. A lot of shoes, a raft of rice. That groom is nervous and he answers twice. It's really killing how he's willing to make some whoopee. Well, picture a little love nest down where the roses cling. Then picture that same sweet love nest, but think what one year could bring. He's washing dishes and baby clothes. So ambitious, he even sews. So don't forget, folks. That's what you get, folks. Or making whoopee. Judge who thinks he's funny said you've got to give six to her. He said, "Yeah, but judge, what if I fail?" He said, "Well, then you'll budge right into jail. You'd better keep her because it's cheaper than making whoopee. Yeah, you'd better keep her. It's just much cheaper than making whoopee."
in the blue It must have been moon glow That led me straight to I still hear you say Dear one, hold me fast I start in praying Oh Lord, please let this last We seem to float right through the air Heavenly songs Seem to come from air
that old Dixon line. Well, there's a place that really is fine. Well, don't you know just where I'm talking about? You want to find out? Come take a trip with me down below that old Dixon line. Where the sun is happy to shine. And friendly faces are coming to see that's where I'm longing to be. Where the folks are happy and gay. And the easy way is the right way. And the bees make music all day. Well, don't you know you're right next to heaven down south. The moon shines mellow and bright. And the breezes play tags through the night. This is where the sundown gals will be tight. Lordy, how I love the south.
I love. 